Welcome to January of 2023. I am launching my very first podcast called Against All Odds. I want to welcome Catherine Oakley, my co-host for today. We are here with you from our little town of Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, Canada. I will cover a wide range of topics on my podcast related to life experiences, offering insights and helpful advice. I will have special co-hosts, intriguing interviews, and some heartfelt, spiritually connected self-healing conversations. Follow me. My sole purpose is to reach out and help others. My co-host today is Catherine Oakley. She will be joining me from time to time. Catherine is 29 years old and at a totally different part of her life than I am. I look forward to her insights and views on all topics we will cover when she can join me. A little bit about me. I am 48 years old. I have three boys and one girl. My baby will be 20 in 2023. I looked after my mother for many years as she suffered from Alzheimer's. And she actually passed away in December 22nd of 2020. So since then, with my babies being old enough to take care of themselves and my mom gone, I ended up with more free time and soul searching to figure out who I was and which path I was taking in life and where my spiritual journey and healing journey would take me. We will be covering topics to assist women in every aspect of life. However, this podcast is for everyone. As men, you may just learn a thing or two that's helpful to navigate your own little world. Our first episode covers an interview with our very own Tam McPhee. She is a recently published new author. So congratulations on becoming an author. Thank you. <laughs> um, why did you write from under a rock? I solely wrote it to help others. I feel, I feel my purpose in life is to get my story out there, to show others that they can overcome any obstacle that's thrown their way and prevail. That's a good answer. What is your training and background for writing a book? That's where I think I'm kind of like a experiment. I um, have absolutely no training in writing. I didn't dream as a little girl that I wanted to be a writer. I didn't, like all the stories I hear from other writers are like, oh, I wanted to be it since I was a little child. And that's not me. I didn't even actually graduate school, as you will read in my book, for many reasons. And I um, taught myself many things in life. So I think it's just another area where I taught myself and I think I've done a very good job at portraying my story. So you all have to read it and let me know what you think. All right. So we're going to start deep diving here. So mentally, where were you and when did you decide that it was time to write this book? I knew for many years that I wanted to write the book and I wanted my story out there. And I actually picked up a pen in 2017 and wrote a couple pages. And then I ended up tucking that away and didn't pick it up until 2019. 
when I wrote the majority of the book, just dove into it, wrote and wrote and wrote. It just flowed out of me and took me to some very dark places. And then after that, I had to kind of set it aside. And it was quite a while that I set it aside before I started finishing up and tidying up. Okay. So for people who necessarily don't know you personally or know know who you are, tell us a little bit about what your book is about. My book is about my whole life, pretty much. Um, starts in my childhood and goes through my teen years, through relationships, through lots of obstacles. Um, it touches on many, many topics. Um, adoption is one relationships, um, childhood traumas, and abuse. So I feel listening to my story and reading my story will definitely help others realize that there's so many people who have gone through similar things. Definitely. There's so many people that are going through this, and I think they feel alone, and I think it's really great to read these books, you know, just to reassure within yourself that other people have experienced hardships and yeah. So tell me this, how did you find a publishing company? How do you go about doing that? And what does that entail? I looked on the internet a bit and I did have sent some emails and got some response from in the States, but I wasn't sold on that's the route I wanted to take. I kind of wanted to keep it Canadian and use a Canadian publisher. And I'm actually self-publishing, but I have bought a book package through a company in BC. And it's, it has been a learning experience for sure. Because I wouldn't even know where to start with that. I didn't either. And a friend of mine actually used the same company and her book had just come out. So I'm like, okay, I may as well just go with them instead of researching on my own. But with anything, there's good and bad points to it. So I've definitely had my challenges. Okay. So what, tell me this, what has been your biggest issue or obstacle with finishing this book? All the delays. It's just one thing after another would delay it. Um, COVID hasn't helped because (laughs) sometimes the people that needed to do something for my book were sick with COVID. That type of thing certainly didn't help. No, definitely. COVID has been a huge issue. And did you find yourself feeling like creatively blocked at any time through COVID? Did you find COVID a heavy, really isolated time? Or did that give you time and freedom to write? I felt like it kind of put my book on hold because I was ready to finish things up. And then it was like, what do you do when you're stuck home and you can't I didn't want to have a book launch during COVID, so I wasn't even thinking Russian trying to do anything then. What is your movement going to be? My movement is going to be continuing to help others. I mean, I have helped others all my life, but I want to continue to help them. And for me, it's not, it's not all about the money. It's about helping others you know, not turn to drugs, alcohol, or suicide. Like if they can see that somebody else has gone through all this and they're still productive and they're still, you know, loving life and, and, and trying to get the most out of their life and be the most that they can be, be their best version of themselves, despite what they have been through, 
that's kind of my movement. Like I want to obviously do this podcast. I want to be a speaker and motivate people. I also have another book that I'm working on. So this one will be out and I will be following it with a helpful workbook that goes hand in hand with From Under a Rock. So I'm really excited about that. And I think you are going to help a lot of people. I mean, I think just, you know, people reading something and being able to relate, whether you're public about your struggles or whether, you know, you're very, you keep it to yourself, you know, it's nice to read something because we all can identify, I think. And I think, you know, you're a mom, you're a business owner, but you've come from struggles. I think like you're a super relatable person and I think you are going to help a lot of people. So where do you see this book taking you? I plan to travel with this book, whether it's doing a little tiny group that just has like a a book group or the big events. Like I want to do it all. I see myself in California, New York, Australia, Ottawa. I'm, I have the sky's the limit. She's going to the moon people. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. So many people don't read books. Um, Many people don't even pick up a book in a store and flip it over and read the back to know what it's about. So um, could you maybe just give me a statement um, that may draw someone to picking up your book and reading it that may not be a reader? I want people to know that they are stronger than they think they are and that they can prevail from the worst circumstances. I just want them to remember that and be inspired by reading my book. Yeah, that's a great answer. So another deep dive here. Many people and relationships are mentioned in this book. Do you fear repercussions and how did you overcome that fear and publish this book? I overcome the fear by always knowing and believing that the greater good coming from my book would would be what matters. And I do realize that some people are not going to be very happy with me because I did tell my truths, but my book is written from my memories and my truths. And basically, if somebody did something to you in your past, then that's on them if they wronged you. It's not on you. You need to remember that that was their choice. You can't make their choices for them. You can only make your own. And I just feel, go run with that and you will prevail. And I think that's really like important that you said, you know, people who have wronged you, that's on them. Especially like us being from a small town, you know, a lot of women I feel who are in a setting or a community like ours, you know, fear speaking out about things that have happened to them in fear of public ridicule, you know, because everybody, even though you don't know them personally, kind of knows who everybody is. And it's, you know, you don't want to come around the corner in a grocery store and have people judge you based on something traumatic that's happened to you or something that you may feel a bit of shame or embarrassment about. So I think, you know, it's super inspiring that you're writing this book and just saying, you know what, like that's on them for wronging me. That's I'm not carrying that anymore. I think right. that's really inspirational that you know, I, I do see myself in that store with somebody coming around the corner who may have something negative to say about my book, but I'm fully prepared. I <laughs> will let it bounce off my shoulders and I will keep moving forward because it's my story. I own it. I shared it. It's out there. It's for everybody to read. It's in black and white. And 
Nobody can keep me under a rock. I am out from under that rock. Absolutely. So in the process of writing this book, what spiritual changes have you experienced within yourself from start to finish? I've experienced spiritual changes from being a little girl, knowing that I had guardian angels. I've grown knowing that and believing in angels and spirits and God and the universe. And more recently, I have discovered just how powerful that universe is because when you set out to do things in a positive, thankful way and with gratitude, it is pretty amazing what comes back your way. So with the release of this book coming up, Tam, tell me what demographic are you hoping to reach and who do you want to read this book? I think it will help every single woman out there of every age, but I, I really inspire to help the younger ones so that they have a better life and experience a better life because they don't feel so bad about themselves and know that so many other women have gone through things. But I think, you know, I'm hoping men will read my book too, because they're going to learn a few things about women that maybe they should know. Absolutely. In the process of writing this book, do you feel like you have healed? I believe healing is something you are always trying to do or should always be trying to do. And I have definitely healed, but I don't believe anybody is fully healed. It's something you have to work on your entire life. And it's like peeling layers off an onion. You just keep peeling layers off and feeling better and better about yourself. And you just keep going and never stop. And no matter what kind of obstacles you run into, and you're going to have your ups and downs, just keep going. Find your path that like makes sense and feels right to you and trust your gut. From Under a Rock, where can people find your book? My book is available on Amazon Print on Demand. My book will be available at many book signings and my launch which will probably the big launch will be in the spring because winter's too hard to have a huge launch. Of 2023. But yes, I will be doing lots of events and you can follow me at tammcfee.com and on socials, just look up Tam McPhee. It's pretty cool that you can Google me, Tam McPhee, and I just pop up in all these areas. And that's only going to grow with popularity once more people read my book and hear this podcast. So one thing I wanted to bring up is you had something pretty like wild happen to you um, late spring. So let's talk about that. Okay, so it was another reason why my book got delayed because I set out to go for a bike ride one day and I ended up almost to my destination when I got hit by a car. So I am laying there on the ground thinking like, what the fuck? How did this happen? Like, why am I here <laughs> But it was definitely a sign in many ways, which um, I will explain in one of my future books, uh, my spiritual journey, that it will be detailed in there. But for now, I just want to touch on that I had so much going on. I was supposed to be going to Florida a few days after that. Um, I'm laying there on the ground thinking like, holy shit, how did I just get hit by a car? Like I was almost at my destination, but... I do believe that everything happens for a reason. And as time went on, my reasons did um, show themselves from that incident. The accident definitely um, slowed me down in life in general because I had like inflammation and a sore knee and a sore ankle and road rash. 
Um, thank God for my cold plunges because that took out a lot of inflammation from my body and helped me heal quicker. And I was too stubborn to cancel my trip with my grandson and daughter-in-law to Florida. So I got hit on June 18th. And on Tuesday, which was four days later, we flew to Toronto. And from Toronto, we flew the next day on the 22nd to Florida. So thankfully, there was no stairs involved because my knee wouldn't have handled that. And it was all elevators and walking. And there was some swelling, but I put a brace on my foot and I still went on that trip with my grandson. And I have no regrets. I don't regret going. It did um, slow down my recovery because I should have probably rested more than I was and took away from time of being able to work on my book. And at that time, I had to answer a lot of editing questions. So it did slow me down there. But uh, the company I was dealing with definitely had their issues and they slowed me down many times as well. So it just all took longer. And I was hoping my book would be out in May. So one thing I did want to cover is you and I, we met at a backyard party. <laughs> Which was lots of fun. <laughs> we were twinning. <laughs> lots of fun. Yes, we had the same shirt. Um, so you and I met at a backyard party, but you and I have, you know, run into each other at other gatherings um, here and there over the years. You and I connect on a spiritual level in a sense of we are open to signs. So I want to talk a little bit about the last time I saw you before we started this podcast. So you went on a trip. Tell me about that. I went on a trip to Chicago that fell into my lap. It was remarkable. It was all about um, empowerment for women. I learned so much there. The lady who organized the whole thing and has a whole coaching business, her name is Sarah Cannell, and I am very thankful to have met her. She is actually an author, speaker, very um, successful in life, but of course, everybody has their story. So she has a remarkable story of her own. And I am thankful to have learned her story and it's helping me grow where I want to go. And she's, she's just remarkable. If you, if you look her up, she's has a whole program that you can enroll in. And I may do that someday, but for now, I'm, I'm on my own and, and learning my own way. But definitely I've taken a lot from all the ladies I met at that conference. There was so many powerful women there and there were so many beginners just like me. And I did feel like I was an experiment because a lot of these had gone to college. They had studied to become writers or coaches or, or whatever their path and movement was. But they definitely um, pointed me in the right direction in a lot of things. And I got a lot of good advice. And I'm actually scheduled on a podcast with a lady named Molly McGrath. So that will be um, very helpful for me. And it was meant to be. Having gone on that trip, attended that conference, coming back home, what is something you felt like you were called to do? I've always known for the last four years that I wanted to start a podcast. I had no idea how I, you know, played with it a little bit and thought, you know, how can I do this? I did a couple videos on my own in my bedroom and just was like, okay, that's, you know, the raw me and there I am, but how do I go about a podcast? 
And I was told by a couple spiritual readers that they saw me doing a podcast. I am going to do it. It is going to be successful and to go for it and basically hurry up and do it. So at one point I did um, ask a friend of mine to help me out. And then our meeting that day didn't happen because of personal reasons. And then a lot of things changed and I didn't follow that path at the time, but now I'm back in full force. And when I came back from Chicago, I knew I was going to do it. I still was wondering how or how it was going to happen. And I landed on Catherine's doorstep one day and we got into a conversation. And one of the first things (laughs) she said was, I want to start a podcast. And I was like, damn girl, we're going to do this together. And let's just (laughs) jump in and we're going to go for it. And here we are recording our very first podcast and it feels right. And I know it's going to be successful and all the best to both of us. Yes, absolutely. I've always just, I'm a podcast listener. I listen to self-help. I listen to health podcasts. I listen to, I will sit for hours and watch YouTube videos on different topics that women are covering. I just think, you know, talk is the most powerful way to empower women. Um, some people feel that boudoir pictures are a way to empower women. Um, some people feel that different things are way, like ways to empower women. But to me, talking and leveling with each other as women is the most powerful way for me to empower myself and other women. So I'm glad I have the, the platform to do so. Amazing. No, I think you're right. I think there is many different ways to empower women and they all work. Um, the main thing is to be doing something to empower yourself and feel good about yourself. Any photo shoots actually are very empowering, but yes, definitely. I just recently started listening to podcasts while I'm driving or even meditations, like just so much self-help stuff has been going on lately that I really want to leave my legacy and help others as much as I can. So this is just one more avenue to, to help others. And I hope everybody takes their own version from our story and makes their story better. My book is available on Amazon print on demand. It is also available on Barnes and Noble, Walmart bookstore. It's available pretty much everywhere. My book is also available on ebooks, so you can check it out that way on Kindle, Kobo, and all the regular platforms. And then I will definitely have copies available for when I do my signings, which I'm going to continue doing throughout 2023. There will be many, many opportunities to pick up your signed copy or bring me your copy that you have ordered off Amazon, and I will definitely sign it. There will be opportunities for that. I will be like in Halifax. I'll be in Ottawa. I'll be in New York. I'll be in California. One day I'm going to be in Australia because there is actually a podcaster there that I am determined I'm going to meet. And I want her to read my book and uh, see what she has to say about it and hopefully one day interview me. Sweet. So set out your path and manifest it and go for it. 10 years ago, I would have never thought I'd be on my own book cover in a bikini nonetheless, and very proud of it. Like sitting on that rock 
It's actually on my mom's beach that she grew up playing on and where I have released her ashes. And I'm sitting on that rock and it is very powerful to be in that position. I had Clifton Sonier take my pictures and he did an amazing job of making me feel like a beautiful model. My book cover is just, it's very personal. It's very moving to me and I am extremely proud of my book and my book cover and just everything that has to do with it. And, and I can't wait to see how many people's lives I change with it for the better. Thank you so much. It's been a joy to do our first podcast together. So exciting. And I believe we are going places. I think so too. Thank you. Future books. Watch for my next book. I'm creating a soul searching inner peace workbook, which will feature many different women of all ages and their personal stories, all geared to help people realize they are not alone in this world and that they too can become strong survivors from all that they have endured. It will go hand in hand with From Under a Rock, but you do not need to read one before the other. They will both be beneficial on their own as well as work well together. Another idea I've had that has been spinning in my head before my first book even went to print is my spiritual journey where I will share all my awe moments the universe has brought to me and so much more. Some of those moments will be shared on future podcasts. So stay tuned to all that we have in store for you guys.